This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, welcome to the H Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is Carmen Furrow. This is my husband, Lynn Furrow, the founder of Summit Life Ministries. At Summit Life, our mission is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective and empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Walking that out, that is exciting. (laughs) So um, Merry Christmas this week. This is um, the week of Christmas, so we hope that those plans are going well for you. Um, It's a busy time, so remember to make room in your heart for um, just quiet times and times to encounter the Lord because He is wanting to encounter you. Um, We've been talking about um, these main um, events in the life of Christ that are experiences for us, joint experiences we've been talking about. So his death on the cross and his burial, his resurrection, his life return, you know, him taking up his life again and and then... Overcoming of death. Yes. Killing death through death. That's right. And then... His ascension and his exaltation is where we've we've been focusing on the last little bit. And also the facet of truth of who we are, um, what we've been given in Christ, what we're being made in Christ, and where he's taking us. So I just hand it to you off (laughs) after that. Well, I also want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. And I echo what Carmen said, that I hope that your preparation is not just a natural one, but a spiritual one, that you are uh, making room to receive your king and that uh, his influence, his government, his his reign has a greater place in your life, that you are are allowing the Lord to to, uh, take and occupy more of your time and attention uh, that in everything that he would have preeminence. There are three miracles that are really the primary foundations of our faith. And number one is we believe that uh, God created everything that is unseen and unseen. And he created it by the word of his power that sustains it, but also propels it into its purpose based on his pleasure Mm -hmm. and his intent. Uh, We did not make ourselves. God made us. And even though the world and culture right now really wants to uh, resist that thought, those of us that embrace uh, humility and meekness, uh, we, we willingly see that this did not happen by accident, but it was by design, mm-hmm. on purpose, for purpose. And so we acknowledge that God, you are our creator you are our maker. Mm-hmm. We did not make ourselves. And in you we live and in you we move and in you we have our being. But the uh, the miracle that we celebrate this week is yes. the miracle of the incarnation, that God became a man. And I love the phrase, and normally every Christmas I, I post it on social media, the son of God became a man so that men can become sons of God. And what a, what a powerful miracle that, uh, you know, 2,000 years ago, there was a young lady that had an angelic encounter and she became a chosen vessel by God. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, she was disturbed when the angel brought her that news. Uh, he said, Mary, you've captured the gaze of God. You're highly favored by him. And I, I bring you uh, a, a message from God. Mm -hmm. And he said that you're going to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. And what is going to be conceived inside of you is going to be the Son of God. And she uh, said, how can this be? She said, she how was, can I, and this be? Spirit. I don't understand how this can happen. Because yeah. she said, I've not gone through the natural processes. I'm unmarried. And I do not have a human relationship with a husband. But... Uh, the angel gave her explanation, said this is going to be by the power of the Holy Spirit. By the Spirit. And I love her heart when she said, let it be done unto me according to your word. Okay. And I pray that in our heart of hearts, uh, we would always have that type of response to God. Yes. Even when God speaks to us something that maybe we don't understand the why. Yeah. And God is not intimidated when we ask him how. <laughs> uh, but he's not intimidated no. when we say, give us greater understanding and clarity of your purpose in this right. moment. But he is so faithful to do that for us. But she was willing to receive. I, I said in a few episodes a number of weeks ago that one of the greatest earmarks of spiritual maturity is mm -hmm. our ability to receive and to continue to receive. And she was willing to receive something that was disturbing to her. But even though she didn't understand it all, and I'm repeating myself now, she was willing to receive and then obey uh, God's plan for her life. There was a yes in mm -hmm. her spirit. Uh, the third miracle is one of the miracles that we've been talking about uh, in the last few episodes. Uh, that is the miracle of the resurrection. the resurrection. It validated and it confirmed I call it God's exclamation mark uh, in regards to the cross. Uh, when, when God raised Jesus from the dead, it attested that his work was truly authentic, genuine, and real. That when he said it is accomplished and it is finished, it was truly so. Because yeah. God does not raise liars from the dead. Jesus declared himself to be the son of God and God bore witness to his son and his testimony with signs and wonders and miracle, uh, miracles. And the greatest miracle that was revealed through the life of Jesus uh, was the one in which he said, you will not take my life, but I will lay it down. But the Father is going to give me the power to take it back up again. So uh, we pray that this week is a powerful celebration of of, of of God and his power yep. uh, to change our lives. Uh, and so we celebrate and commemorate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, we have been in this series, uh, this segment of this series, uh, we have been talking about who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. And I always use the phrase that Jesus is the patterned son. I believe that when we talk about the the life and the ministry of Jesus, it, it's like two sides of one coin. Um, there is a dimension in which he came to reveal to us the nature of God. We, we like to use this phrase. He came to show us what the Father is really like. Mm -hmm. 
And so he used phrases and statements like this. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said, the one that was in the bosom of the Father, he, is, he has the capability and the, and the capacity to, to reveal to you who the Father genuinely uh, is. But also the life and the ministry of Jesus is to show us a divine pattern, a divine blueprint. So I use the phrase, Jesus is the patterned son. And so just as I quoted a few weeks ago when we talked about the cross and how that Jesus not only died for us, but as us, and I quoted a quote um, by John Calvin. He said, it is me that I see in him when he hangs upon the cross Mm -hmm. because Jesus died as us. Well, just as we identify with Christ in his crucifixion and we're invited to be co-crucified with him. Mm -hmm. When he died, I died Mm -hmm. and I need to die because if I don't die to what uh, I have been and what I have Mm -hmm. done, then that old age and that um, curse that is a part of the old age and the old world has its ability to lay claim on me. It's like, it's like the tentacles of a vine. Mm-hmm. It has the ability, instead of me being free to walk in newness of life, it wants me to be caught in bondage where I repeat sin cycles, shame cycles, mm-hmm. Uh, cycles of condemnation. And, and there is no hope for me. I can't manage my sin because I'm not an effective mm-hmm. sin manager. Have you ever tried to manage your sin? Yep. And, <laughs> it and, doesn't work so good. <laughs> and so uh, when you have a sin store, you need to go out of business and then have it reopen mm-hmm. with new management. And you need to say <laughs> under new management, let Jesus deal with your sin issues. So we want old things to pass away. We want the cross to be the dividing line uh, that brings a division for clarity so the old can pass away and the new to come. But then we also see that this pattern that Jesus, uh, as a patterned son in his life experiences that he walks through, is a gateway of revelation that allows us to come into our understanding of our identity mm-hmm. as the sons and daughters of God. And you will see these prophetic patterns and principles repeat in our life. I find that in my own growth processes, in my own spiritual development, uh, mm-hmm. as I grow in grace, I see a remarkable pattern uh, that is repeated over and over in my life. God brings me, as because his purpose is to bring me from faith to faith, from grace to grace, mm-hmm. but ultimately from glory to glory. And glory means exaltation. Mm-hmm. It means that I'm truly being transfigured and transformed. Mm-hmm. I'm being made into the image of Jesus. But for me to become more like Jesus, there's something in me that always has to die. Mm-hmm. There's something within me where he brings me to a place of surrender and relinquishing 
who I am in my old identity. I'm so thankful he doesn't do all of it at once. Mm -hmm. But he touches an area and then we can yield that area. And then it's like he breaks us and heals us. And then he picks another area. It reminds me of the children of Israel going in. And they didn't have to fight all of the, all of the people in the land, but one by one as they came to him. God said to the children of Israel in the promised land, when they went in to, to gain their inheritance and to possess their inheritance, he said, I'm not going to bring you all in at once because you're not capable of receiving it all at one time. Couldn't handle it. He said, little by little, I will bring mm-hmm. you into the land. In other words, their growth and their enlargement as a people would allow them to possess more yeah. of their inheritance. It didn't mean that God's inheritance for them was small. It, it was expansive. It was large. Mm-hmm. But they did not have a capacity to, at one time, occupy and possess all that God mm-hmm. had ordained and foreseen to give them. It's much the same way in our Christian life. The stature and the measure of stature, the increase, the fullness that God wants to bring every believer into mm-hmm. is the fullness of the stature that is like unto the Son of God. We will be like Jesus, and we're going to grow up into him. But because our faith is not developed, right. and because our spiritual capacity has not been enlarged uh, to, to possess all that he is at one time, the Lord takes us, again, strength to strength, grace yeah. to grace, faith to faith. But the purpose is to bring us into dimensions of glory, being changed into who he is, to where I reflect the glory and the beauty of God. So Jesus is the pattern son. Mm-hmm. So in my own life and, and growth in Christ, I always see that God brings me to these Red Sea moments. Mm -hmm. God brings me to the River Jordan moment Mm -hmm. where what's across the threshold uh, is a a promise that the Lord invites me to possess, to enter into the possession of that promise. But it requires a faith that requires a spiritual risk of letting go of what I've known, mm-hmm. of what I have been, and I have to be willing to allow him to take me through a process of death. And that's why, in again, our mission statements, we want to reinforce them every time we have an Age Changer show, because what we're inviting people to do is do not be short-sighted in your vision and only be focused upon that which is temporary, mm-hmm. uh, 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 transitional, that which is, um, you know, what we see with our natural senses. No, we want to have an eternal perspective. We, Paul invites us in Philippians 3 to have our gaze and our spiritual sight fixed on the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What is the ultimate aim? What is the ultimate intention of God for us? Well, Romans 8 tells us that it is to be conformed into the image of Jesus. And so uh, my human instinct, my natural instinct is about preservation. I don't want to let go of what secures me because 
We've talked about the operating system of the world is the fear of loss. I've got to confront the fear of loss, let go of what I've known, and I've got to cross Jordan. I've got to go across the Red Sea. And can you imagine what it was like for the children of Israel to enter into the valley of a shadow of death mm-hmm. with those walls of water on both sides of them. And at any moment, they, they were sustained by the breath of God mm-hmm. holding them back. But it was a near-death experience for them. Matter of fact, I've said when I've taught on the waters of baptism that if you would have been looking at the children of Israel from a distance and looking at this experience in a horizontal way. You'd have watched thousands of people go down into the Red Sea, disappear out of your sight mm-hmm. and out of your vision. We would have said they're doing mass suicide to where <laughs> they're not being killed and destroyed right. by Pharaoh and his army. We would have thought they were self-destructing. Yeah. But it was death, burial. They became unseen and then what a remarkable moment if we had been watching them come up out on the other side we would have said that nation has been raised from the dead and that's what jesus has done for Mm -hmm. us so the cross becomes a spiritual pattern in our life where i'm asked daily to embrace it to fellowship to interact with it then the resurrection whenever i go through this death process and (laughs) And in the manner in which we do it, sometimes we do it and we make it hard. Sometimes we've, the, the, the more mature you grow, the more easier it is to yield to the, these dying processes where the work of the cross is worked within us. I feel like that in general, but then there are still different things and you go, <laughs> wow, Lord, why is this one so hard for me to die? <laughs> to die? And I know that that's what I need to do. I need to take up my cross and I need to just die to myself in this. But I need more grace on this one. <laughs> yeah. But I've always watched the next spiritual pattern. Even though you don't know what's ahead or how it could be better, greater, more powerful, mm-hmm. uh, it is the reality of the resurrection. What is sown, Paul said, Uh, is not what is raised. So there's always a dimension and a revelation of the power of God that has transformed the seed that you've sown when you have relinquished what is in your possession and God then multiplies it in strength and power. And it's beautiful, the scripture that says you sow in tears, but you reap with joy. And there's Mm -hmm. a, a sowing and a dying. And there are tears and there's sorrow, but God uses that and the suffering of that and brings joy. That's right. Now, Carmen, I want to make sure that this is clear with everybody that we've been sharing because this is a new week and we're continuing Mm -hmm. talking about the cross, the burial, Mm -hmm. resurrection, but we're really trying to Mm -hmm. refocus and we're going to try to finish this week on Mm -hmm. uh, the ascension and the exaltation. Mm -hmm. But before we, we go on into new territory about the ascension and the exaltation and about that pattern Mm -hmm. that we want to, as a pattern, Jesus being the pattern son Mm -hmm. and as a forerunner that's gone before us, we want to experience this prophetic pattern. And we also want to experience this dimension of reality in our life as well. That, 
we allow the Lord to raise us up, just as I've been crucified with him, and then I, I have gone through resurrection. Uh, I want him to raise me uh, in resurrection, but it's for purpose. It's with mm-hmm. intent. It is so that I can ascend and live what I call ascension life. But before we go there, I want to say, Carmen and I have repeated over and over again that who I am in Jesus really has three primary things. What I have been given in Christ. Mm -hmm. That really relates to what Jesus did on the cross. Mm -hmm. What I'm being made, Mm -hmm. being made new, resurrected unto in new life. It relates to what he's making me. Mm -hmm. Bringing me into maturity as a son or a daughter. That's right. Uh, Where everything is being made new. Mm -hmm. That's the power of the resurrection. But when we come to ascension and exaltation, Mm -hmm. it's where he is taking me in Christ. The ascension and the exaltation uh, really connects and and is synced with uh, the, Mm -hmm. the truth that we discover when we meditate and contemplate and focus on the ascension and the exaltation. Now, we didn't get very far in this episode. We just kind of did a, a review, uh, but we will, in earnest, in the next episode, uh, focus more on the ascension and the exaltation of Jesus. God bless you guys again. Enjoy this season with your family, but make Jesus the reason for the season. Thank you for joining us for the Age Changer Show. You can check out more about Summit Life Ministries at summitlifeministries.com. And if you um, follow that, you can be able to access this, access all the videos and um, our information at that site. You can also check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on, um, what, which one am I missing? YouTube. <laughs> um, also, if you have questions, if you would please put those questions in the comments as the episodes happen, or if you are driving and you're listening to it, If you have our numbers, you could um, text us, or if you have the email from our site, you can email us, or you can just leave a comment um, on the social media platform that you're using. Thank you, and God bless you. I love you. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.